Oh, snap. What do you want? Nothing. What do you want? Nothing. What do you want? Nothing. What do you want? Million dollars. Ah! You're not getting it. Yeah, I didn't think so. Lackluster intro. Good day, viewers. <laughs> Hello, people. What, what are you talking about, lackluster? Yes. That's exactly what I mean. There is sans luster. Yeah, we're, we're missing luster. He's not here today. <laughs> Poor luster. He's sick. He's yeah. out on vacation in luster land. And by out sick, we mean Tal is actually just sitting over there, but... Right there! He's, uh... He, he is sitting to the left, but refuses to be acknowledged. <laughs> it's okay, though. He's allowed. He's allowed. Yes. He can be sick. We just glare at him for it, the entire hour. It's okay, though. I'm back, so it doesn't really matter. It's it's all better. Yeah, he just had to fiddle and, fiddle and fuck with the camera for Ugh. for a while until we could... We, we didn't have enough setbacks so uh we we had to reposition the camera it, it's only 851 to be fair we really should be fucking around for at least another half hour <laughs> no because i i have early bedtimes to go to <laughs> sorry sorry viewers there's about an hour half hour of fuckery to go on still so we'll just come back in about half an hour just pause the episode for half an hour and put, come back put your lives on hold and even though you may not have them since you're sitting here watching Unfurled. <laughs> Just kidding! We, we like subscribers. Please stay. We love you. Please don't unsubscribe. Uh, please don't go. Please don't stop listening to the podcast. We'll miss you. So how have you guys been? Terrible. Well, that I sucks. <laughs> I no, pretty good. I egg it. That's good. Pretty good. How are you? I, I'm working nights right now, so... Tired. Uh, weird. Is, is probably the best way to put it. Sleepy. There's just nothing to do at three o'clock in the morning oh, other than lots computer. Do. There's lots to do. Like you, clean the house. Yeah, but that's that's only if you're like a raging meth head. <laughs> you know, because at three in the clock in the morning, you're just like, I'm going to build... I'm going to build a shed out back right now. <laughs> I'm going to go see if the store's <laughs> open and buy some lumber. Yeah, that's that's how it works. I think anyway. Do, do you want to know what the see, the the problem there is? Do mm. you know what's open at three o'clock in the morning? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> McDonald's. No. Wait, yeah, I was Denny's, gonna say. I was gonna say Denny's, which cons which constitutes all of my dinner options at work. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm I'm lazy and don't make my own food and bring it. it. You know what's about Denny's? I've seen there's there's this guy at the Denny's beside my house. He's always there in the middle of the night on his laptop. So I feel like he's he's figured out this brilliant way to cheat the system that he just goes to Denny's every night to use the internet, free internet, and not pay for it. But then thusly, you have to spend like, like a third of your life at Denny's <laughs> just using, the, just like getting a coffee. Drinking shitty free coffee. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't feel the trade-off is really worth it. I don't know. Maybe he's... 
Maybe he's like a budget king and we have no idea, but... <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't be there that often. I like Denny's, but not that often. Yeah. No way. Not for free internet. Forget it. <laughs> it's probably not even good free internet. Well, no, it's Denny's internet. What do you expect? Yeah, it's like probably a hair above dial-up. Like, and, and I mean a hair. Just a hair. Just a hair. So, Roland, how are you? Apparently uh, he's dead. <laughs> sweaty. Not yeah, not quite awake yet. <clears throat> Wake up. I mean, I went and took a nap, and I woke up. We're all so exciting. <laughs> this is what happens when Tal leaves. We all just suddenly we get very dull. No, no, uh, no, I'm, no. I'm also a little burned out this week. I just want it to be over, like, ah, like every week, but that's, uh, that's I'm waiting fair. for the weekend. Everybody's waiting for the weekend. It's just like that song dictates. Dictates. <laughs> Dictate. <laughs> well, I suppose we can stop, I guess, beating around the bush and just dive into it. Who has a thing to talk about? Adam we, does. We should all have things to talk about. I, I have nothing to talk about. Fine. Whatever. I've got a couple things, but you first, Adam. <laughs> Quickly, my friends, onto my coattails in a way. <laughs> uh, all right. So I have this thing. All right. I got a couple of things. But this one, um, a really, a really awesome uh, news article, actually. Um, so apparently I was reading up all about it. Uh, and uh, I guess Finland, there's a lot of great things that come out of Finland. Lots, lots of great things. Lots of my favorite things, actually, uh, like a group called the Dudesons. They're pretty awesome. They're like their own, like, it's like, I guess where, where Jackass kind of learned their stuff from. Uh, they're, they're friggin' awesome. They just own a farm and they're destructive and ridiculous. And it's, it's super entertaining to watch. Um, metal, lots of really good metal comes from there. Um, lots of amazing things come from Finland. The fact that they embrace the fuck out of winter, like <laughs> Albertans are like, I fucking hate winter. And you know, there's some, there's some Finnish people that, that do that too. But for the most part though, they're like, you know what? This happens we're going to fucking enjoy it one way or another. And I respect that. I like it. So, you know, the one thing lately, that's not great. That's coming out of Finland. What's that? So there's a, there's a portion of Finland. That's the gray economy, which apparently is a ungovernment controlled portion of the economy. So they don't pay taxes. They have no government legislation anywhere so they can basically do and go and come and do whatever they want effectively and i guess they've started something in finland called pizza gate all right yeah hold on to your hat because i just fucking said pizza gate <laughs> this is what is we need more gates it's, it's already not being taken seriously as far as i'm concerned <laughs> yeah so Okay, so this gray economy, what they thought was a brilliant idea to like stick it to big business, but not not so much just stick it to big business, but just doing something for themselves and earning money. So I guess a lot of um, a lot of pizzerias there are uh, owned and operated by, I guess, immigrants, and they've recently been selling pizza at six euros and below which is roughly about, I think it's about nine and a half dollars, about nine bucks, yeah, just about nine, bucks, nine yeah. bucks Canadian. And the, the government and the police are fucking furious. 
because they're not paying taxes and they're they're basically they're undercutting big businesses so that nobody goes to them. Everyone's going to these independent places in the gray economy and everywhere else is getting the shit end of the stick, which, you know, to be fair, like even some person made the argument that they're like, you're getting mad at us for selling dirt cheap pizza. And when the McDonald's value menu does shit like that all the time, like, you know, they're giving you giving away burgers for like a buck something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like I literally just went to McDonald's and had to reflect on the fact. I'm like, you know, if I went to anywhere and tried to make myself a chicken sandwich, it would not cost a dollar forty. No, <laughs> no, not even. No, kind not of. even if you bought the patties and stuff like pre-processed or yeah. It so still be more per per you know, burger. The, the fact that there are and it's it's through less ethical means, like not paying taxes or some shit. But I mean, the fact that there is a small company that can undercut businesses like that like well-established businesses i think is awesome yeah and that's and that's the thing is the majority of the populace thinks it's fucking great well and not like the big businesses fucking pay taxes anyway well and that's that's what i mean right they they're getting around this shit anyway and they're just mad because people are for once in a lifetime avoiding they don't have to go to these big overpriced places and they're helping kind of these independent run businesses, which is awesome because you should support local business and uh, any chance you get. I mean, it's it helps. I don't know. It just it helps the whole it helps the whole uh, like business as a whole, really, just to have different um, different types and uh, different just different things it's it's a nice like monkey wrench in the kind of the machine of the economy well i can i can sort of understand part of the concern at least from the government's point of view though is because it it doesn't just undercut business but it also means it goes untaxed which means the country doesn't see a cent no that which is true right like the the non the non-taxation is like it's that's a bit you know that's a bit muddled there i'm really curious how they get away with that like how are they doing it in such a way that this stuff is going, you know, untaxed, un- you know, untouched by government control? I don't know, but it it works apparently. It's it's their like little segregated, like I said, what they call a gray economy, mm. and it's just this little segregated area that they're like, okay, you guys don't pay taxes, and you have no government has no control here. It somehow works. I don't know how, but um, it's so the so the police. Um, and the government started Pizzagate, basically where uh, Finnish police officers are asking people to uh, tattle and be informants. And when they get said ch- cheap pizza and cheap goods, mainly just pizza, but they're wanting people to uh, rat on these people selling it so that they can shut them down and do like weird police raids, even though they technically don't have the right to it's really like i said it's goofy and muddled but i guess like the overall the overall group is is saying no 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 we're not going to tell basically anything about anybody and they've gotten very little information and they're trying to use social media to get these people selling like these cheap pizzas Hmm. and catch them and arrest them it's it's ridiculous though, but just like all over pizza, 
it's yeah it's it's ridiculous i don't know it's it was stupid but it's super interesting article though yeah i'm gonna have to take a look at that a little bit deeper because i'd love to see just how these businesses are and don't get me wrong i mean there's places all across the uk that are run by people who just i mean the government doesn't know they're there so they can't tax them yeah it's not it's not that like it's i don't know apparently it's fully functional and it's all good but it's still a little weird <laughs> hmm. yeah so what do you guys have no as i said before i don't have anything i'm utterly unprepared for unfurled today roland uh <clears throat> redeem yes, a third I, of the podcast I, I was going to try to find an article that had to do with that thing i mentioned before the show which was hats um hats and we're boots. so prepared today it's amazing yeah i'm incredible um <laughs> oh yeah i was trying to find that article about the guy who found out his daughter was murdered over the news oh yeah uh you didn't find that yet uh, no, I thought it was on um, a particular Reddit thread, but it's it's not. Uh... Well, uh... Roland's looking up an article. Look at him go. Look at him go. Yeah, uh, here we go. He just found the article. <laughs> and that's Adam's filler song. That is. That is. Adam's filler song. Well, Roland looks for an article. Yeah. He's so, looking right I've, now. There he is. Yeah, I've got it. You can stop. <laughs> so, He's uh, about to tell you about the article. <laughs> I'm, I'm not competing <laughs> for, for airtime. Um, oh, man. I am so not ready for this. Are you done, too? Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Are we in a done. situation where just everyone's done? All right, uh, one David Lowell had a 13-year-old daughter who had snuck out of her bedroom on January 27th. Um, later on, she was found dead um, over the state line in North Carolina. And um, you, you would think that this man would have found out at that particular moment that his daughter had been murdered and killed and you know, uh, all the probably horrible raped. Stuff. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it's not here on the list of charges for uh, one David Eisenhower. Oh, no. <laughs> a 18-year-old uh, Virginia Tech student uh, being charged with abduction and first-degree murder. Jesus. Uh, but yes, the police had forgotten one crucial detail. They forgot to tell her she died. Oh, they, they forgot to tell the father that. They, they, they for, yeah, yes, they forgot to tell the father that his daughter was in fact murdered. Wow. And it, uh, he isn't that like, isn't that like step one? You identify the body and then go, yeah. oh shit, where's her dad or yeah, her huh. next this, of kin? This child is dead. We should tell someone. Um, he found out only because he was watching the news and had found out that his daughter was uh, not coming home. That's wow. gotta be a shitty way to find out. That has to be a horrible way to find out. That's, yep. That's kind of like finding out you're fired from like a friend or something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like no, no, it's more like um it's like, oh, I'm sorry about the news. What? Uh oh. You'll find uh, out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. What loss? Yeah, what are you oh. talking about? 
I, I imagine he was at least not knowing she was dead but missing. Uh, he, she was missing for four days. Yeah, so he probably would have reported her her uh, disappearance yeah. to the police. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it does mention he, uh, d- despite the authorities apologizing and calling it a screw-up, uh, he does not blame them for the mistake. It, anybody can make that mistake, right? Yeah, you just don't tell people. Don't don't tell, you know, somebody's immediate guardian that they're dead. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's that's totally yeah that's totally normal. At least he I don't know he didn't go off some like tirade at the police about it though. I mean maybe he you know should have at I least mean, had a mini tirade. But <laughs> mistakes happen. That's a pretty big mistake. But those happen too. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I I don't know. That's a that's kind that, of that's a big mistake. That's like you had one job, police. Like. <laughs> You know, he, he should probably, you know, tell her father that he's dead. But, all right, well. <laughs> I so, don't know. While I was looking for the original article, I did come across... I, I don't know if this counts as feel-good news, but it counts as hilarious news. That always works. Um, Goodwill stores in... Of course, it's Florida. In oh, Saras- Florida. Sarasota... Um, they are starting a donate your ex's stuff campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Donate Uh, your ex's stuff? Like they'll take anything? Yeah, they they are offering the brokenhearted a chance to start fresh and do a good deed for Valentine. That doesn't sound like a good deed to me, does it? I mean, it's your ex's stuff. You... You don't really have the right to give it away unless it's abandoned or stuff, but... Maybe they were a cunt, but... I mean... (laughs) They, they, and that, that's like borderline stealing. Yeah. Like if 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 they abandoned that stuff, like Vox said, like if it was if it's just been yeah. sitting around there for years. If yeah, if you've been broken up with them for like several months and they haven't come and gotten their shit, then yeah, pocket. But it's I think it's funny that they would encourage this. Like you probably have somebody that's like just broken up with someone. They're like, oh, Goodwill will take my stolen property. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking throw it there. Yeah. Not to mention, like, the timing of this is is poignant. I mean, you're doing this right before Valentine's Day to, to be like, hey, in case your heart gets broken, you have a place to ditch, ditch their crap. We're telling people they can turn the hate into donate and oh, they'll feel great in it. the process. Oh, no. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. So, there, so corny. There are going to be so many lawsuits over anyone who acts on this. There already I, are so many lawsuits over people who do this shit. Yeah, I, I hope that Goodwill, like, it, I, I hope they don't get flack for this campaign, no, but the like campaign. the hundreds of like lost stolen property and that Goodwill just gets charged for like a thousand counts of like possession of stolen property. Yeah, well, that's just it, right? It's like the campaign's intentions were at least sort of in the right place. But again, people are vindictive little shits. And I mean, I watch Judge Judy from time to time and half the time it's we stopped living together and I sold the car he bought me and he wants the money back. And yeah, I don't want to give it to him kind of shit. Uh, apparently, this was started in 2010. This has been going on for five years. For five what? years? Um, it started in Harrisburg, though. Huh. That's how? 
I, I can't imagine a campaign like this going on for very long. Could, could you just imagine like an independent doing this other than Goodwill and just being like, it's just a total evil ploy to get free shit. Like, it's just like, I could use some stuff. Why don't you just give me your ex's old stuff? Doesn't matter <laughs> what it is. And then they just, you know, retag it and fire it out on the shelf or they sell it independently on something like Kijiji. Huh. I mean, I, I guess if you're donating your ex's stuff to Goodwill, it's not worth keeping for yourself. So maybe they just don't want it back. No, I don't know. There's some, there, there could be some good stuff in there that they just don't want to keep because of the pain and... Maybe, you know, but I mean, yeah. like, I will suffer the pain to keep my ex's Xbox One, you know, in this <laughs> hypothetical example. Uh, I can I can subdue the pain with, like, I have a feeling it's some more sort of Xbox One title. Stuff like that you sell. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> aimed at more, you know, oh, my well, ex left, you know, six shirts here. And yeah. I, you know, they don't a, even fit me. A box of shirts and, like, a pair of pants, some scarves. And this box of macaroni, like, <laughs> Just ditch a bunch of craft craft dinner. Yeah. Here's a here's a can of kidney beans. Um oh, <laughs> some spaghetti sauce. Bank. Oh, I can go to Goodwill. Don't you worry. They'll take food. They'll take anything. <laughs> anything goes. Oh, excuse me. That's how I feel. What, tired? Or gug 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 Tired. I've never Which heard I shouldn't of that be because it's all of like I don't know. 11 a.m. for me. Yeah, you haven't been awake that long. Just since two. Since two? Two, three. Two? Yeah. Or three? Or three. That's, what, somewhere in there. That's too much. That's terrible. Awful. So, did you guys have anything else to talk about? Uh, yeah, there's... I don't know. There's lots of stuff to talk... Apparently, for... Speaking of Valentine's Day, apparently KFC is trying to do a Valentine's Day campaign. That doesn't to, surprise me. To get couples to go and sit at KFC... I don't know. <laughs> See, that, that's not my choice of date night. Hey, KFC no. having a Valentine's campaign thing doesn't surprise me, but pretending that anybody wants to take their date to KFC is just <laughs> could you just it's a, depressing. Why? Like it'd be like like it's like McDonald's is like do something nice for Valentine's Day, and they're like maybe you could come to McDonald's, but they're not like. Hey, it's Valentine's Day. You and your date should go to McDonald's. I, I'm just saying that whoever takes their better half to KFC for Valentine's Day and hides an engagement ring and a fucking like chicken mashed potato bowl <laughs> does deserves to be castrated <laughs> because that person deserves to be alone. That yeah, not even that's <laughs> not even just taking your date to KFC. That's proposing to them there. <laughs> Happy oh. Valentine's Day. Just, Ow, what's in this chicken bowl? It reminds me of like all the videos, like the video compilations of people running away from their engagement rings. <laughs> what? Uh, it's it's people proposing and just people literally running away from them after. Oh, that's hilarious. That's that's gotta that's gotta be you know what, but you deserve that if you did that at KFC. Yep. Uh, yeah. If I don't know. I feel like if it doesn't involve like a candle at dinner or a night at home on the couch, you probably shouldn't do it. Well, or a park. No, Our parks are romantic. <laughs> but a greasy bucket of chicken does not just like spell out love for me, really. Well, like. I, I guess I, I propose to you a question: How heavy are you? <laughs> because maybe proposing at a KFC is really fucking romantic. 
when you're stuffing your face full of like a 25 piece bucket of chicken. <laughs> no. Uh, unless you're in love with no. yourself, I think that's the only time. I don't know. It kind of changes like love is in the air to like methane is in the air. And now. <laughs> Ew. Oh, God. <laughs> Now I just envision a man like sitting alone, eating a bucket of chicken, proposing and putting a ring on himself. Yeah. It, it, while, while, and he never stops eating the chicken. He just manages a third limb out of somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you could just see a tear coming. It's so beautiful. <laughs> uh. This, this sounds depressing and horrible. Why? Oh, that sounds awesome in every way well maybe one way but <laughs> <laughs> no ways no ways at all all right. all right so happy fun time news does anybody have any happy news um th there's an article another article i found that uh people are apparently horrible at remembering past presidents what's a president um because apparently um there are a number of people that believe Alex Hamilton was one of the first presidents. <laughs> the, the man on the $10 bill, and people don't know if he was a president or not. See, that, that's actually really funny to me right now, because I only just recently learned I know, I've a been, lot I've, about Alexander Hamilton. Exactly, I've been listening <laughs> to the shit out of Hamilton. Yeah. It's, uh, for those for our listeners and our, our guys in the stream, um, <laughs> Hamilton is a uh, sort of hip hoppy musical that just uh, came out recently and is currently running on Broadway. It's amazing. It's definitely worth listening you, to, and it's the most interested I've been in American politics it ever, just ever. Yeah, it, it's great. It it's just it taught me so much, and I was I'm not interested in U.S. history at all. So yeah, and so, so people are thinking he actually was a president. Yes, and, like, we're not American, right? We're allowed to not know who... Like, I don't even know who Alex Hamilton was, let alone what he was called. Um, he was but, that doofus on the $10 U.S. bill. Yeah, I'm just like, it's like there's some guy on the bill. You know, I know about Ben Franklin, and that, that's pretty much it, and Thomas to, Jefferson. To be a terrible Canadian, though, I probably couldn't tell you who the people on our money were either. True, but <laughs> we also don't put as much emphasis on that. I mean, put more emphasis sure. on American politics than we do on, or just anything. Honestly, learning. Uh, so the the survey suggests that uh, that seventy one percent of Americans are quote fairly certain that Alexander Hamilton was among the nation's past presidents. He wasn't. <clears throat> that's that's a bit staggering. Yeah. Yeah. Three quarters of the, well, of this particular sample size believes that Hamilton was a president, which is hilarious. Turns turns out it's just like three people. Mind you, how useful is this information in your day-to-day -day life? Well, you know, that's why I never liked history or um, social studies. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't, what, what am I going to use this for aside from trivial pursuit? I mean, yeah. I'm all for a well-rounded education. It's just, they hammer history into you all the way through. And it's just, it didn't seem particularly useful to me. But. Yeah. It... Mind you, I also graduated um, high school with social 24, 34, whatever the, 
oh, remedial yeah. social studies was because I was just dumb, apparently. Four, 14, 24, 34. Yep. Um, I was not quite there, but I was... It was definitely not my best subject. Yeah, I just and didn't care. Yeah, I, I was always of the opinion that, like, you know, people are like, oh, who the fuck is going to use math when they grow up? Her, her, her. Like, well, actually, uh, there's there's a lot. Yeah, lots a lot of, of math. math around you. It's everywhere. Um, knowing our past prime ministers and presidents and, you know, aside from being able to read a globe, I'm not gonna need any of that information yeah unless i'm know. like on like who wants to be a millionaire huh. in which case you should have a whole lot more than just you know the previous uh prime ministers and memorized right but that that would be a pretty big part of it actually one of the million dollar question i remember one day was about paddington bear and i was like <laughs> oh man that, i would have aced that question yeah, like, <laughs> and it was like where's paddington from and then yeah it was like well, fuck, I'd be a millionaire if I got that far. Yep, that's funny. <laughs> it's getting to there. The, the, the guy had the to use a lifeline, I think, to, to figure out it was dark as Peru. He had a lifeline at a um, million dollars, though, so there you go. That guy was doing well. The fact that he wasn't sweating bullets and wasn't basically tapped out by the time he hit, like, a you know, yeah, in no, the, the, the six-digit mark. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude had, like, two lifelines by the end of it as... That, that's how you know someone's going to get the million dollars. One of the things I remember Regis saying when he was uh, still hosting it and uh, was going over sort of what it's like is you can tell someone who's going to make it far in the first five, ten, you know, five questions. And you can tell people who are going to wash out really fast just based on the way they answer, the quality of how fast they get through it, that kind of thing. I have mad respect for that one guy that won a million dollars that had the phone call and on the million dollar call, question called his dad and was just like, just like, you know, I'm about to win a million dollars. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's incredible. I don't know. That guy, that guy gets mad respect. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Big time. So what do you well, guys, Oh, what, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, are you, do you have a, one more thing to do and then we can throw cars thing at our listeners or, uh, yeah, or we could do cars thing and then I could talk about happy news. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Let's run Cars thing. Uh, we'll come back to Adam's happy news, and then we will uh, we will look at our Amals. Then I will touch myself. Please do not do that on wow. TV. Wow, you watch. No, I'll, I will close the privacy shutter. Close it. All right. And here's Cars thing for y'alls. Nope. Good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. My name is Car. And more news! So, as I uh, promised last week, I'm pretty sure that the presidential primaries are going to supply me with no end of fuel for the next couple of weeks, months, the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of fodder. So, we just had the uh, second round of the primaries for uh, you folks that haven't been paying attention. Um, and we've got another round of victories, although this time completely different from last week with Iowa. Uh, for the Democratic. Uh, Nominations there in New Hampshire, Sanders has taken it this time, and with a pretty healthy margin over Hillary Clinton. Um, however, it is not all sunshine and rainbows, because Trump won his in the uh, Republican primaries. Um, so we'll actually start with uh, with Hillary and uh, Sanders first, with the Democratic primary. Uh, so it was a, a pretty heavy lean towards uh, Sanders here, so it uh, went pretty good for him. 
with the end i apologize i lost my numbers come back phone there we go so sanders won about 60 percent of the uh the vote with uh, 21 percentage points ahead of Clinton. So a pretty good uh, lead for him there. Um, it's a very, you know, urbanite educated area of uh, the uh, Pacific or sorry, the Atlantic uh, seaboard there for the state. So um, more kind of in his wheelhouse than the, the more conservative area that Iowa was. So um, again, not as not as surprising with the results there. Now, it's still a long way to go for these primaries. As I mentioned, I'm going to have fuel for uh, weeks and, and months here uh, as they continue on. The next big one that everyone's kind of looking forward to is March 1st, or uh, what's called Super Sunday. Um, for those of you who don't care, or for Canadian listeners, that's basically where you have a whole bunch of states that are going to have a vote at once. Um, it's actually 11 states have their their presidential, or sorry, their uh, party primaries for, for that selection process. Um, now, with the Democratic side, it's still basically even money between um, Hillary and Sanders. And a lot of this talk with Sanders um, doing so well in this primary may give a bit more of a springboard and, and really put him forward as a, as a truly serious candidate, um, as opposed to just coming in second uh, last week in the Iowa primaries. Um, now, on the other side of it, with the Republicans, uh, as I mentioned, Trump did win his primary. and. Yeah, unfortunately, it's also a big spread for Trump. So Trump won 35 percent of the primary, which considering the far more crowded field for the Republican nomination compared to the Democratic one um, is kind of a lot more concerning if you, like me, are very, very worried about even the possible notion of President Donald Trump. Ugh. Ugh. I, I get the willies even just saying that, never mind even thinking about the implications. Anyway, um, he got 35% of the vote in uh, the New Hampshire primary, uh, way, way ahead of the second place, uh, who was John Cassius, who wasn't even one of the people who won first, second, or third in the Iowa primary. So, again, the field is still kind of all over the place on the Republican side, which, again, could be a good thing. Um, now, we actually have had now two candidates dropping out of the Republican primary. Uh, we've lost uh, Christy, and then uh, we've lost uh, the one female candidate whose name escapes me at the moment. You'd think I'd have this written down in front of me. Um, but and again, the other the other big candidates, in any case, these were candidates that got like 2% of the vote or like 3% of the vote. It was it was so low that, again, as these people are dropping off and their their supporters are going to start filtering into other candidates. This is where, hopefully, Trump is going to start losing some of his advantages as more of this very wide field that exists right now in the Republican uh, candidacy starts to spread out um, and then start backing hopefully people other than Trump. Um, it's going to start to coalesce support behind somebody other than Trump. Now, I know this is probably going to be the whole idea of, okay, so remind me again why I should care, or more importantly, why this stupid Canadian fulf cares. Well, as I've mentioned probably a couple of times now, um, we're right next door to America, and a lot of what the States does affects what happens here. And not just here in Canada, but also across the world. As much as a lot of people would care to admit it or not, America is still kind of the the world's last true superpower in terms of both just the the raw clout that their economic policies can have on the rest of the globe, as well as the clout of their military power. Um, I mean, a great example is 
the 2008 financial collapse, basically caused by a bunch of American bankers hiding money in the most colossal and ridiculous shell game known to man. When that finally got found out, it basically collapsed the entire world economy, and the basically only thing that kept it from becoming another Great Depression was the fact that just nowadays, modern technology lets us react so much faster to those changes. Um, but the actual raw like loss of money, loss of capital, loss of all of that was actually worse than it was back in the 1930s. All because of a couple of greedy bankers on Wall Street and the deregulations that happened under Bush that let those things come to be, basically. Uh, as we lead up to another big change in American policy, it really it, I am very and acutely interested in who's going to take over our our biggest neighbor because that is a heck of a lot of weight for any one person to be taking on and the stability or instability of the United States definitely affects the rest of us so um one of the reasons again that I'm I'm just so so adamant about getting basically words out about the stupid bullshit going on in the Republican uh, side of things is because of the fact that ultimately you're going to have, whether again, it's Clinton or Sanders facing off against one of these Republicans. And the more that we're talking about whatever is going on with them now, again, if you are listening and happen to be a card carrying member or a voting member of the Republican Party, it at least makes you more open to who you honestly want representing your party. Um, Again, why anybody listening to our show would be a card-carrying Republican is beyond me, but hey, I'm not one to judge. And if you are, by all means, write in. I would love to have a, a debate on you. Tal brought up some great things in the emails a couple weeks ago about if you disagree, please tell us why. We would love to talk about it. And especially as we move into stuff like this, I would love to read out other people's opinions on this whole this whole thing, whether you're pro-Bernie or pro-Sanders or pro-Sanders pro or pro-Clinton, or if you happen to be somebody who truly believes that Trump would be a better president, like, tell me why. I would love to debate it. Um, my concern is that Trump is the kind of guy who... Uh, well, during the last Republican debate um, was going on saying how he would be doing things like waterboarding and much worse, end quote. Hang on. Go back to the and what did you just OK, hang on. You are a candidacy for the presidency of the United States of America, and you just on international TV advocated war crimes. Are you? Ah! Ah! And you wonder why I wince every time I think about the, the, the possibility of President Trump. Like, that's why. I mean, even in his victory speech uh, after the, uh, the end of the votes here, I mean, he actually even just went and said that he is going to make sure that we are going to do something so good and so fast and so strong and the world is going to respect us again. Believe me. End quote. That was his victory speech. Okay. Respect is earned, not demanded, Mr. Trump. And believe me, that is not the way to earn respect, especially up to my previous mentioned comments about actually advocating war crimes. On top of all the other stuff that I have already been discussing um, about the whole keeping Muslims out and everything like that. I mean... Uh, again, going back over some of the exit polls from this last election, it's it's really, really concerning, actually, what some people are legitimately behind and legitimately advocating for in your 
in your states. I mean, I'm uh, just again to pull this up. I mean, on the the exit polls for the New Hampshire primary is there are a very very large percentage of people who are actually still behind the proposal to keep Muslims out and. Uh, I cannot find the exact numbers again, but I know that it was something in the range of 60 to 70 percent of polled Republicans coming out of the the primary were actually in favor of Trump's and other candidates' plans to legitimately either bar or deport anybody identifying as Muslim from the United States. And again, I've brought this up before. The last time this happened was a little no, was a little group of people called Jews trying to flee Germany. I this the, the entire basis of both Canada and America are based on immigration and based on that that collection of the cultural and just worldly knowledge of everybody else in the world collecting in in the new world. It's just. I just I find the idea just so abhorrent to just blanket kick somebody out for any qualification, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's uh, sexual orientation or religion or ethnicity or, um, oh, well, you know, you're too British or you're too Irish or you're too Ukrainian or like it's just it. No, just no. Okay, and I'm going to end it there or else I'm going to go off for another five minutes on this and you'll never get back to hear Tal and Roland and Vox and Adu. So on that note, my name is Carr. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. If you have anything you want to bring up on this debate, bring to my attention, call out my bullshit, us at unfurled.net. Address it for me. Enjoy the rest of the show. And break over. Steven. Steven. Bah. So, yes. Bah. Welcome back. Bah. Welcome, welcome back. So, Adam, you had a happy thing for us to discuss. I do. It's pretty friggin' happy. Good. So, um, now, when you think of the government and wildlife preservation, I don't know. Those things don't always go together so well. I don't know. Doesn't the government put Our together? provincial parks work out pretty well. Uh, once in a while once in a while but i think i think they've outdone themselves this time so uh the government has actually managed the canadian government has managed to save uh the the great bear uh rainforest which is roughly about 21 million acres okay. of land and they've protected Almost up to 90% of it from any sort of deforestation or development. Child, we're muted. We're mutes. Okay. Just quickly go back over that for the people in the stream. Are we unmuted now? Yeah. Can you, can you hear us now? Can you, can you hear us now? Good. Good. All right. Perfect. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> him. So anyway, so. The Canadian government has done something absolutely wonderful. Yay. Yay. It's beautiful and wonderful and amazing for our animal friends and our tree friends. So, um, the Canadian government has managed to uh, pass a protection over the Great Bear Rainforest, 
which is roughly about 21 million acres of land. It stretches all the way from northern Vancouver all the way to Alaska. Ooh, that is a stretch. Wow. And it's it's amazing. They've, they've protected uh, upwards of 90% of the land from any sort of development or deforestation. So nice. it is un, completely untouchable. And I guess that this place is home to uh, rare animals like the ghost bear. Oh, ghost bears are so beautiful. Which is, uh, if, for any of you that don't know what a ghost bear is, it's a black bear. It's a rare breed of black bear with all white fur or if, like a whitish brown fur. If you want to see mm. one, come to the Calgary Zoo. We actually have one right now. Oh, they're amazingly beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Ghost bear. They're pretty cool. Like, and I mean, the fact that this... This big, beautiful place, it can't be touched, is amazing. I think that's great. I think they, they've outdone themselves. And I think that's just a super, that, that makes me proud, even more proud to be Canadian that we're, you know, like steps are, steps are being taken. And that's, that's incredible. I thought that was amazing. It, it is nice to cool. see a step in the direction of preservation because you so often see steps in the opposite. So... Well, mm-hmm. well, that's that's what I mean, right? Like it just too too often money gets in the way. Yeah, I think it's like ah, but there's so much profit <laughs> to be made. But no, they well, they did the absolutely right thing. The fact that like eighty uh, percent of Canada is just not really inhabited at all is <laughs> pretty rare. We have like twelve major cities, and that that's where we live. <laughs> we're just like okay all the rest of this can be natural i guess the rest will help us breathe <laughs> the rest can be woods <laughs> yeah. it's great i don't know no that is that's really good i'm very yep. glad to hear that we are still making steps towards more preservation it's, it's always nice when people give a shit about more than just money it's it's you know it's becoming a less rare thing which is nice yep. yeah yeah you know, because I mean, it's not going to be there forever, and it's it's just nice that they're protecting some of the nice spots. So there's still things that make you know areas of the world unique, where you can go for hikes in the woods, and you can go and see these specialized animals, and you can enjoy the outdoors and see the mountains. You know, rather than just seeing paved parking lots and you know strip malls everywhere, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, we have so much nature in our back backyard and I don't get out there as much as I should. I really should be up in the mountains every summer wandering around and, and hiking and shit. And I just don't. I mean, and that like the ice caves, have, have any of you ever been to the ice caves? I don't no. think so. No, but you know what? I haven't either. I had a friend that went, they showed me pictures. It's, it's amazing. It blew my friggin' mind that something like this is that close and you just don't think about it. You're just like, oh, I'll just stay in this weekend or, you know, well, like, and just don't. It's, I, I had an opportunity to stay in Banff for like a, you know, good like three to four days and it's just really, really nice. Not a lot of light pollution, very quiet unless you were to like actually go into to Banff and everything. It's we do. We have a lot of very real natural beauty around us that I think a lot of people do tend to take for granted. Mm-hmm. I mean, because think of, well, think of like these other giant cities that are just so far away from any kind of 
well, getting in touch with the nature side of things. <laughs> I mean, it's like we have to drive like what? Like a, an hour or two? Maybe. You're, you're, in, you're like, you get two hours out of Calgary and you can be in the middle of, you know, woods. Almost nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere, but nowhere. And I think that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> but nowhere. Uh, but nowhere. All right. No but where? So, I think unless you guys have more to talk about, we can move on to our mail and then we'll get the hell out of here and we'll let we'll let the bull fall over. Yeah, he's he's, mm-hmm. he's looking pretty ill and maybe he just looks like that regularly, but <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh, I got so a smile. Mean. So why don't I start since I have email open? No, you're not alone. Oh, fine, you do it then. Okay. Dear Unfurled. Don't don't make up email. I'm gonna do it. All right. I can make Did up we... an easy one by Gunzuka. There were three in here last I checked. Uh, the la- the other one was from Patreon. Oh. <laughs> so I'm not reading that one out. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. All right. So I'll read this one here from Fuzz. So Fuzz Wolf writes us, greetings cast. I just listened to episode negative 51 and what Tal told me on Twitter was right. It was much more upbeat and fun than the episodes prior. Now I no longer think of Tal as Bull O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's pretty good, actually. Um, Also, yes, I can confirm that Roland looked like he'd been hit by a dump truck full of bricks at the unsheathed recording at FC. I almost didn't recognize him. I just figured he'd been uh, been trying to out some California or been trying out some California meth. He looked like two narcoleptics fucked a dude in a coma. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you see, Rikoshi and I just had a really wild night of hard drugs and. more hard drugs and uh, uh that's amazing it's it's all that pot legalization man <laughs> uh finally fuzz writes uh i vote goat for 2016 so there you go one more vote for goat <laughs> <laughs> what was that i'm gonna embrace the goat <laughs> i've embraced it i love it i it's think that's great. illegal no, 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 no. Not embrace an actual goat. Embrace <laughs> myself as a goat. Oh. Thankfully, I would never embrace a goat. That's animal abuse. I wouldn't want to sleep with me. Why would a goat want to sleep with me? I think that's fair. <laughs> I can't do that to our goat friends, my goat friends, my brethren. All right. Do we have another one there? Oh, God, I'm too we, close to my microphone. We do. Read it. Um, Dobre Rano Unfurled. If Tal wasn't invited, who would win a taco eating contest? <laughs> I, I think he just called you fat. Are you a big, are you even like a big eater though? No. No, I've yeah. never known you to eat like just like a super substantial amount. I think I, I'm just going to assume he's more concerned about the mad cow disease that would result. <laughs> uh the the mad bull dragon disease but uh, who'd win in a taco eating contest that's really easy adam me yes i've seen you eat ah uh, that's fair <laughs> i've seen what you do with chicago deep dish pizza <laughs> i guess that's why i'm a goat <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean how much of a of the giant safeway hoagies do you go through at game night like half if not more usually last time i went through a full one it's i've i've eaten one and a half of those and just to give you now now no no sexual 
but but uh, the the Safeway like lumberjack sandwiches are roughly I've measured they're roughly the size of my forearm with fist included. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, no sexual. They're like six <laughs> inches wide. Yeah. They're uh, they are not small. No, I usually I usually mouth through one of those pretty pretty easily. Um, I tried to do a nine pound burger challenge. I I almost did it, but. There was so much beef. <laughs> I smell like beef afterwards. It was awful. Uh, it was, yeah, it was too much beef. Anyways, yeah, so I guess I'd win yep, a taco eating competition. <clears throat> let's do no. that. I want to I do, do a taco, taco competition. Let's do a taco eating competition. I just want to eat a lot of we, tacos. We could do that. I just want to eat a lot of yeah, tacos. It wouldn't turn out very impressively, but we could do it. Oh, of course it would. We It'd would be have amazing. to live stream it. That'd be amazing. Let's do it. Let's do a taco eat off. Sure. We'll, we'll plan it. Oh, spe- speaking of which, I, there was a, there was a philosopher I saw on the internet the other day, which was if male gamers teabag, then would technically a female gamer taco dip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I thought that was good. Gross. <laughs> I just wanted to share that with you. All right. What else? Uh, yeah. The, the, Email also asks, what is our opinion on fossil or biofuels? Uh, I have a tendency to dislike ethanol because of how inefficient it is to produce and its lack of eco-friendliness, but biodiesel always seemed like an interesting concept. Maybe just because I never really knew as much about it. Uh, I mean, I don't know anything about biofuels. No, I was going to agree with that. I I don't have a very informed opinion on that. (laughs) This is like asking your typical, you know, male straight white male to make a decision about a couch Mm. color Uh, aside (laughs) aside from the fact that like i've heard of people converting their cars to run off of fucking fryer oil or whatever all i know is that i don't think it's very efficient in like any regard it could be one day though but i have have no idea i don't think we're there yet i mean people keep talking about hydrogen cars and uh i I don't know. I think we're just a lot more likely to simplify our production structure and just go full electricity than we are to replace gasoline as a motorized vehicle fuel. Elon Musk seems to think that like the entire fucking world will be run on batteries in 10 to 15 years. I could see it as long as like he's predicting some massive output batteries. Yeah. Well, he had some very impressive ones at the last CES. Like the the wall batteries that you can buy for your home that'll power the whole stupid thing for like three days. Yeah, those were still a concept, weren't they? They were, but they, that doesn't matter. They were researched enough to have math behind them. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah. Well, and have, that's pretty much exactly what I'm talking about. Have you looked up the specifications for a Tesla? Like it blew my mind when I just saw like the battery power, like the sheer battery power and amount of batteries in a Tesla. Yeah was absolutely ridiculous and just them explaining like the transfer of power and how much power it needs and did i ever show you the email i got from tesla because i signed up for their mailing list yes you did you can, like you for the low low price of eleven hundred dollars a month <laughs> yeah you can own a tesla model s i'm like yeah yeah okay tesla i, let, I wish but no let me purchase a car as much as the house I want to buy. 
Is it, does a Tesla, like I know nothing about, but does a Tesla also run or is it just, it's sheer battery That's power? Pure sheer battery power. No gasoline whatsoever. They're, they have nav, like nav, their navigation units will tell you where you can go to charge up your car. And I, yeah, I think you get like is it three to 400 kilometers, something like that to a, to a to charge. A, to a charge. I can't remember. They're, they're impressive, but. Yeah. It, it was, it was interesting because we, I, I was out with a, a buddy and we were in Chinook mall and they had the Tesla demonstration and they were showing like some people will open up their houses to allow for people to charge their, their Tesla vehicles. And there's a bunch of, uh, charge stations on like on the trans Canada. So if you're going between like Vancouver and, Oh, that's neat. Uh, in Calgary. I, I did notice that when we were at uh, FC in the parking garage for the parkade, there were spots specifically for electric cars that had uh, charging units. That's super cool. Yeah. I, I just thought it was funny that the Tesla I saw was at a gas station. <laughs> that is that's, funny. that's why I asked, because I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on a second. To be fair, though, there is a Tim Hortons there. Yeah. So. Yep. Tim Hortons and smokes. That's what you go to a gas station for. All right. But soon not gasoline. What else does Del Taco have to tell us? Uh, he mentions that all I know is I want to be able to buy a diesel Dodge Ram and have it smell like French fries, have low emissions, but still be menacing and menacing enough to compensate for my small penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, as long as you're aware that's why you're buying it. Signed, don't die. You're a friendly local taco salesman. That's that's a that, good that's a good statement. That is great advice. We will we will follow that advice to the best of our ability. We'll try, but eventually I know. mean it's futile eventually, but we will No, I'm going to just never die. I will just continue forever. <laughs> well, since you asked so nicely, I'll just stop dying. <laughs> and that's <sighs> our emails. All our emails. So hey. thanks for writing on in, guys. We appreciate it. Write in more. Do it. There was only two. Come on now. You can do better than that. We know you can. <laughs> Stop making fun of our listeners. Well, no, I'm I'm encouraging them. I'm not making fun you're, of them this time. You're scolding them. Not th this time. I'm saying they can do better. <laughs> it's encouragement. I'm like Tony Robbins over here. Send more emails. You can do it. You have it in you. You do. Yeah, but do send us more emails. Yeah. You can you can send them to us. Just us at unfurl.net. Just send words. We'll read them probably. Well, hopefully, like, words thusly making a sentence or a paragraph. You know, if you just, you know, if you just send us a word or just a couple that, that don't really tie in, it's not really going to help us. Refrigerator, banana. Yeah. Donkey. Exactly. Cabinet. <laughs> I bet you Ikea sells that. <laughs> what, a refrigerator, refrigerator banana, banana, donkey, donkey cabinet? cabinet? Yes. I'm sure they do. They've got everything. <laughs> uh, but you wouldn't know how to build it. No. No. You, you need weird pictorial pictures. Yeah, weird, weird European. Compared to like, non-pictorial pictures. Of just like somebody like looking at a wrench and you're just like step two. And you're just like, how does this help me build the cabinet? <laughs> I don't know. And then there's like a fucking dog in the picture that's barking at you while you're trying to make the cabinet. Like it just, I don't know. Sometimes the picture doesn't make sense, but... They're, they're in actuality not that hard to build. I think it's just one of those like it's so hard to program a VCR kind yeah. of tropes. Yeah. 
All right, kids. All right. I have to remember how to take us out. Town normally does this, and I, I don't remember all the things. I know that all we right. want to... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I, I think I remember how this goes, if you want me to do it. Sure, go give it a go. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send them to us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. Feel free to focus on Twitter at unfurledpodcast. And visit our website, fangsandfonts.net. No, that is the wrong website entirely. Oh, you just uh, pimped your podcast. Uh, wait a Well, draw. okay. <laughs> so there, there's a reason I can still do this and a reason I just said that. Uh, Uh-oh. Unfurled.net. Unfurled.net, yes, thank you. Unfurled.net is ours. I totally got that rip on myself. The first time. <laughs> and uh, also... <laughs> go listen to fangsandfonts.com. Also, we want to thank... Uh, uh, Scream Fox. Scream Fox. I can't remember. My brain is so dead right You're now. You're beautiful and amazing. Uh, Thank you so much for a kick-ass opening uh, that we love. Uh, who Damn. did our icons? Damn. Who did our logo? And we also want to thank Omari, especially because apparently I can't remember names right now. We don't ever forget. Thank so. you. Scream Fox and Omari, who have contributed our themes, theme song and our logo, which uh, we use. And I appreciate quite a lot. You kick so much ass. We will see you all later. Oh, also subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're almost at the threshold to allow us a custom oh, yeah, fucking to, we can fix page. our uh, we can fix our stupid. We won't be like youtube.com slash XY four three Z two one five. Yes. Yeah, we're not. That's just not our people. actual YouTube thing don't go there <laughs> that's not i don't know where way. that leads or fangs and fonts don't go there either <laughs> go, go to fangs and fonts we talk about writing uh, all right send them viruses we're out of here you guys stop being lame and we'll see you next week next week we'll see you but until then we're gonna miss you bye